Hey everyone, my name is Sartaji Kodawal, and I want to welcome you to the fourth episode of the No Voices Left Unheard podcast. Today we'll be discussing the topic of lack of education on a global scale, and as always, I'll be discussing resources and petitions at the end of this episode for those who are interested in making a change in the world today. With every global issue discussed by the No Voices Left Unheard podcast, there will be an anecdote or story of an individual who has faced the issue at hand. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the story of Doreen, who is just one of three girls from rural Zambia who have been willing to tell their story. Doreen grew up being the oldest of five children and had her life turn a completely different direction when her mother and father died when she was just seven years old. With no one else willing to take in these five desperate children, Doreen's grandmother struggled to look after Doreen and her siblings and was afraid that she could not provide for all their needs. It finally got to the point where she had no other choice than to prepare a marriage for Doreen. Then 13 at the time, Doreen was terrified of what her future was going to look like when she marries a man that is 17 years older than her. When she asked her grandmother what her school situation was going to be like when she marries her future husband, she assured that the man she marries will take her and keep her enrolled in school, which was just not the case. This was because Doreen had new responsibilities to be aware of by being a new wife and soon bearing a child. Instead of working out math problems with her teacher, Doreen was forced to sweep, wash clothes, collect cassava, firewood, and so many other responsibilities. The fact of the matter is, is that she was not ready for the quick transition from a teenage school student to a newlywed mother, and her idea that life would be better after marriage turned out to just be a myth. Another reason why schooling was so difficult for Doreen was because her pregnancy became a barrier between her and her education. Her classmates always made fun of her for having a baby, and it finally got to the point where she couldn't handle it anymore and just had to discontinue going to school. The reason why I decided to share this specific story is because of how widespread this issue of child marriage is around the world, and to just show how it not only affects the health and security of a young girl, but also their education and the opportunities that are available to them in the future. Just think about it for a moment. The 650 million women today that have married before the age of 18 could be having successful careers or changing the way that women are viewed in the workplace by just finishing their education and having the ability to focus on marriage after school. There's probably so much potential that is suppressed because of an old tradition that does not feel well within today's modern society. The only reason why there's so much stigma around women having successful careers or women being the breadwinner within the family is because of the lack of representation that is almost always limited due to child or premature marriage. I am so glad that there are women out there like Malala Yousafzai who are focusing specifically on universal education for women because she will ensure that child marriage will not get in the way of a girl who has so much potential to be successful in the future with education. Other than child marriage, there are so many other factors and obstacles to education that make it seem unrealistic for many children living in poverty. One of the clear factors that limit the potential of education is a lack of funding that goes in the classrooms. This causes there to be a shortage of resources, and it can cause over 8 different students having to share the same outdated textbook and teachers not having the correct resources to teach in an effective and productive way. Many developing countries rely on foreign aid for financing for education and the fact that only 20% of aid for education goes to lower income families is a reason why education is not making as big of an impact as it does in other countries. 
If countries were able to distribute at least 20% of the national budget toward education, then it would be able to stimulate the economy by having more educated and more qualified citizens for work. Pairing hand-in-hand -hand with a shortage of funding is a lack of classrooms and teachers who are qualified to teach a certain group of students. Having a reliable place for students to learn is critical because many students cannot learn without the right environment. Many students are either forced to learn in overclouded classrooms or even in the hot outdoors without any form of roof over their head. When I'm saying overcrowded classrooms, I am not meaning a classroom with over 40 or 50 students, but rather classrooms with an average of over 130 students in it. One teacher to 130 students makes it extremely difficult for the teacher to measure the knowledge of each student and tailor learning to each student's needs. The fact that many of these teachers are untrained and not qualified to teach adds to how horrible the learning experience is for so many students across the globe. The lack of classroom often limits the amount of reliable restrooms, and when girls do not have access to safe toilets, they are often harassed or harmed from a young age when they are looking for a private place to go to the restroom. Although we have mainly discussed the obstacles to education that much of the world are already aware of, there are so many other unknown factors that limit the access to education for so many. One unexpected barrier of education for many is the distance of a school to a child's home. For children in many countries, a walk to school that could last up to two or three hours is not uncommon due to how limited funding to schools are in more rural areas. This means that children may have to wake up at 4am just so they can get to school on time and by the time they get back home from school, it would already be time for dinner. This treacherous journey may almost be impossible for students who have disabilities, are very ill, or even suffering from malnutrition. Not to mention that many elementary age kids are forced to travel to school without any parental supervision as most parents have a job that they are required to attend. This can make the journey very unsafe and could lead to the rise of kidnappings and child abductions. Although there are many risks of traveling far distances to get to school, it is the only option for many to attain opportunities in the future. Another obstacle to education that puts students in danger is when there is a serious conflict within the country that a student lives in. Large conflicts have the potential of destroying education systems without any sort of repair because putting money towards education is not at the top priority of the national budget at this time. The fact that over 250 million children are living in war-torn countries illustrates how serious of an issue this is. This sort of widespread conflict causes students and teachers to flee their homes and seek refuge, where receiving an education is definitely not a priority. The third of conflict causes students to be in an unsafe environment at school and leads to higher dropout rates even in primary schools. This sort of obstacle needs the most support and funding due to how much of a negative impact conflict can have on an education system within a community and a country as a whole. Even though many of these issues can be resolved if enough funding went to the education system in developing countries, the discrimination that women and children with disabilities face will never be fully resolved. The fact that over 95% of children with disabilities in the poorest countries are out of school due to a lack of a special education program just shows the ignorance and invalidation of the needs of the students with disabilities. Young girls are even denied education because they are deemed to be the quote-unquote wrong gender. Although there are many widespread issues that are blocking the potential of education, there are still some solutions that can have an immense impact on how successful education really is. 
investing money into high quality teachers will be worth it in the long run because of how much you're able to transform a student's life in and outside the classroom and it can change the learning experience for the better for many students. On top of that, effective use of technology within the classroom can allow for the access of many more resources that can lead to more effective teaching. These are two solutions alone can improve the future of any country. With all this still in our mind, I want to tell you that I have linked resources in the notes of this episode discussing the impacts that external factors can have on education. The first one illustrates the impacts of child marriage on a young girl's educational career and discusses the ways in which you can help, and the second one discusses how poverty can play a role in education and gives you the ability to sponsor a child in need of dire help in a developing country. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast, and I hope you join me back for my next episode.